coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California. Promoting peace, healthy living, and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host Barbara Gon Mueller. Welcome. I'm Barbara Gon Mueller, your host for peacepodcast.org. Imagine that you can watch this anytime you want or listen to us on Spotify. Spotify is such a blessing because you're stuck in traffic and you're thinking, I don't want one more radio commercial. I want to hear the truth about peace. What can I do for peace today? Go to Spotify and look at peacepodcast.org. 92 podcasts are there. Each person on our Peace Podcast is specially selected because they bring peace to our planet and they give you an action plan. In the next 15 minutes, you're going to hear one from David Rice. David Rice, the president of the Orange County Chapter of the United Nations Association. I am so proud to put him into your living room, into your Spotify, because when you hear about the 17 development goals, the sustainable development goals, you will hear how Orange County has transformed Orange County using local 2030. Now, I have known about the sustainable development goals. In fact, we're in the countdown to 2030. These were developed in 2015 at the United Nations. Then the United Nations asked the United Nations Associations, right, David Rice? <laughs> to become that's that's correct. Of the United Nations Development Goals, the Sustainable Development Goals. You're looking at David Rice, my partner in peace, climate conditions, climate solutions, because we believe that we are the next generation of people who the world is counting on. They're counting on us. I know my granddaughters say, Grandma, what have you done lately? And I have to tell them what I've done lately because it's up to us who have a voice to help our world. So with that, I want you to meet again, David Rice. David Rice has a really amazing background. He's been a marketing director. He's been a PR person. He's done everything that you could possibly think of to get the technology world where it is today. And now we have him in Orange County as the president of the United Nations Association with the Local 2030, which you're gonna hear all about. With that, I welcome you, David. Thank you so much, Barbara. It's great to be with you. I'm gonna start the podcast with one of the questions that you asked me today. You said, what is it about the local sustainable development goals, your, your charming way of saying Local 2030, what is it that motivated you to work with them? Well, I tell you, the um, I hadn't really known about the United Nations Association living in Orange County for 40 years until just a couple years ago. I find out I'm not alone, sadly. Uh, we are one of those hidden gems that's uh, a well, very well-kept secret. But in a presentation talking about the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, uh, which I very much aligned with, uh, ideally, um, uh, they mentioned the United Nations Association. So I started checking into them and found out that this is an organization that really, um, you know, makes sense and I'd like to become a part of. And then I found out more about the sustainable development goals. Again, I hadn't known that much really about them. Uh, and what I found out, uh, not only was fascinating about the goals, but then when I realized that the UN's 
uh, belief is that the only way to achieve these goals globally is if we can actually achieve them one community at a time. And they've implemented this program called Local 2030. And the reason is 2030 is because, as you mentioned, the sustainable development goal period uh, for measuring progress for these goals is 2015 to 2030. So it's called Agenda 2030, and those are a set of global targets for all of these goals, which include ending poverty, ending hunger, providing good health and well-being for everybody, quality education, gender equality, clean water and sanitation, etc., and certainly everything about climate, life above land, life below water. These goals um, are set for 2030 for the worldwide group of entities that want to work on them to, to try and make progress. But again, to apply this model locally is what's really needed. And when I heard about this, it just made sense. It just made sense that chapters like ours, that our whole mission is to inform, educate, motivate, and inspire our local community residents about the work of the UN, the importance of the UN. But now it's not just globally, it's also how can we take this model of the goals and apply it to our own issues in our own communities that all relate to the goals? How can we apply it to ending poverty and hunger, gender equality? Um, how can we you know, address homelessness, et cetera? And it just made sense, Barbara, that we go do this. So yeah, we're on a, we've made this our overall uh, goal as a chapter and are very excited about the possibilities that it's bringing to um, truly collaborate uh, with our community. Absolutely right. I've had the privilege of watching his PowerPoint twice. And as I watched his PowerPoint, I realized the power of a community that works together. Now, what challenges are you facing as you bring our communities together and trying to implement the local 2030? Yeah, so I think that, um, you know, this program really addresses a couple of major needs that aren't there today in our communities. Number one is just the whole idea of setting targets and having an actual plan to solve our issues. When you think about it, everybody's working on various issues, whatever they are, homelessness, discrimination, social justice issues, et cetera. But where's the plan? Where's the targets that help you understand where you are and how to really measure success? So that's one major element of this program. But that's also bringing something new to the table. So that, that creates its own set of challenges. The second thing is that this really is a very data intensive effort. It really is bringing a data platform and uh, a lot of data with it that allows the measurement of various aspects of these issues so that we can have a reality check on where are we right now on this particular issue, say homelessness, what's, what's the data show? And then as we look to move forward in our planning and our programs that we implement, collaboratively. Um, how do we show progress? What's the data showing in terms of progress? So it's a very data intensive um, and data driven initiative. And that's challenging because there's a lot of initiatives, Barbara, that are out there already that a lot of good groups are working on. And our goal is to join with them and, and take advantage of everything they're doing, but also enhance what they're doing and bring them more information, more resources. So it's it's really um, a win-win type situation. And then the third thing that's missing today 
in our efforts to work on these kinds of problems is a true collaboration attitude and spirit among all entities involved. If you just think about the nonprofit sector itself, there's everybody uh, that working on good things, but still many of the groups are very much, I call them myopic. They, they kind of work in their own lane. And it's very difficult to reach out, reach across and, and work collaboratively with other groups. And there's a lot of reasons for that, um, you know, competing for memberships, competing for donors, et cetera. But it's what I call suboptimized. It doesn't allow us to really be effective as we could be. Now, you look at some of the other sectors that are involved and need to be engaged as stakeholders in this whole program. That's the government sector with government leaders who can set policy and influence change. That's the business sector that have all the employees that can get behind these issues. Many are very active and interested and want to become engaged. They also have a lot of funding capabilities for a lot of these initiatives. And then you've got the academic sector that can provide a lot of data research. It can provide a lot of studies and papers and recommendations. And so we're really needing this collaboration of all these sectors coming together and working together. Those are some of the challenges, but they're also some of the exciting opportunities that this program brings to the table. Well, you know, there are 17 sustainable development goals and the 17th sustainable development goal is partnerships for the goals. So you're right Absolutely. on target, partnerships for the goals. It starts with no poverty. And then number 16 says peace, justice, and strong institutions. So you've just identified your avenues to work together. And I've always thought if we just got on Zoom as a UNA and said, join us, I wanna hear what you're doing. And then we begin the collaboration. Right. <laughs> Excuse me, I need a drink of water here. So would that work? Absolutely would work. And you're right. Uh, uh, goal number 17, partnership for the goals, is probably the most important overall. Uh, because again, you know, our mantra at the UN and the UNA is to think globally and act locally. And uh, the reality that we cannot achieve these goals globally without applying them one community at a time uh, is really powerful, but it also does require this sort of collaborative effort. And so it's exciting to start seeing some of these barriers breaking down today. People are super interested in this kind of collaboration. As you know, you're very involved with Rotary Club. Uh, I'm just getting very involved with Rotary Clubs here in, uh, in Orange County, and particularly the Newport Beach Club. And um, their leader, their president, Steve Bender, is just one of the most proactive um, people in the nonprofit movement I've ever seen. And so we're so excited to be working together on many, many initiatives around climate, around water, around sustainability. Um, and uh, yeah, it's you can just see the trend building and people are hungry for something like this. Really, they are. And how can we find out more? How can we get involved with the sustainable development goals? And what is your model where you have some a website that you can give us? I do. Uh, people can go to our website, which is www.una-oc.org. That's www.una-oc.org. And there you can click under programs and you'll see local 2030. 
and then that will give more information about the program. And then there's a tab for volunteering and you can click on volunteer and sign up for whatever area of interest somebody might have that they're passionate about that they want to get involved in. Well, you and know, something about you, you are very contagious. I was on one of your planning committee meetings and you had just met this woman at an art museum and she was part of your committee. So when you go out in the world, and I'm going to tell you this because it works for me, I become irresistible. How? I tell people what I'm doing. I tell people that I'm involved with the United Nations. Oh, what does the United Nations do? Start the conversation. Become irresistible to the people you're standing in line with at the grocery store or somebody you may know at a church meeting. Talk about your goals. Talk about the United Nations Association. Talk about that we have to work together. Right, David? Absolutely. You know, people are attracted to passion. And so for those of us that are passionate about, um, you know, various issues, there's a lot of folks out there who are. The question, especially in the young people uh, arena today, many are passionate, uh, certainly about, you know, our planet, where are we going, sustainability, a lot of issues. Um, the big question is, what can they do? What can they do to really matter? What can they do to get involved? And so there's just a need to find a smart way, a smarter way to collaborate and to join teams. And so with these teams, then each team, for whatever the issue is that they're involved in, are going to get together with other like-minded people that are also passionate about those, the, that issue and are going to create their plan to better understand what's that issue look like here where we uh, are in our community. And who are the main players that are involved in working on this today? How do we get uh, them working together and starting to talk to each other? And then what are some of the solutions that we can start thinking of and bringing to the table? And then what kind of legislation is that going to require? And that's going to give us an ability to start advocating with our and working together with our local elected officials, uh, local, state and national. Well, you so know, it's uh, really, really fun. I really appreciate you um, talking about the passion for something. Share your passion. Um, I, people, I used to do a, a bunch of seminars at the university here, UCSB, and I would do them for people who were graduating. And they would say, well, how do I get a job? And I would say, get involved with a local nonprofit and be a very good volunteer. Now, if let's suppose you want to work for a particular company, look at who is on the board of these different nonprofits. And I would say, join your United Nations Association. We have the best people on our boards and the best people as members. For $25 a year, you can become a member of the Orange County chapter. And they do many of their meetings on Zoom. I've had the privilege of being there. But in Anyway, I tell them to join the nonprofit and do a really good job because then you will have the board of directors watching you. They'll see how you perform and maybe they'll offer. You never know where it's going. It depends upon what are you thinking? What jobs do you want? How are you going to volunteer? Right, David? It's totally right. And the other thing that's really a, a promising sign and development in our business world today is that more and more businesses are being directed to become climate conscious to become socially conscious. And in our universities today, I just interviewed uh, somebody who at UC Irvine here has been hired with the role of helping students find ways that they can 
bring sustainability, the whole concept of sustainability into their study, into their major, whatever it is, because they know that going out into the workforce, the idea of sustainability is going to be one of the key drivers that businesses are looking for. So it's a really exciting time when it comes to, you know, pulling all of this together. That is brilliant. You know, um, see, now Davis not sitting in his, Dave's not just sitting in his silo there saying, oh, I've got the sustainable development goals. He's talking to people. Talking to people is really important. Talking to your community, letting them know what you're doing. Anyway, David, again, I'm going to have you repeat your website because I want people to look at your PowerPoint. I want them to volunteer to be on your team. And what would that be? Absolutely. It's www.una-oc.org. Thank you. You've been listening to Dave Rice. Dave Rice is one of the unique people in our 150, I think we're more like 200 chapters now of the United Nations Associations around the world, because I'm talking the United States around the world, we probably have closer to 400 United Nations Associations. And again, we're talking about the Sustainable Development Goals. And the Sustainable Development Goals are 17 goals to transform our world. There are many chapters now who are making this as their goal local 2030. And David, I want to thank you for being our guest today. And I always ask at the end of each podcast, is there a dream that you have that you would appreciate the world knowing about? Well, I'll tell you, the Sustainable Development Goal uh, logo is this little lifesaver looking pin that I'm wearing. It's 17 colors. And I would uh, encourage everybody to get behind this logo, this pin. Um, and start looking for it, start identifying it, and just become part of this overall mission that we're all on to provide human rights for everybody and to fulfill those human rights by working on these goals to improve our world. And if you're not clear on what are the sustainable development goals, do a Google search or go to David's Dave's website. It's an important time on our planet, as you know, and I'm Barbara Gonmuller thanking you for giving us some of your precious life to hear about what you can do to make our world a better and safer and climate safe world. Thank you for joining us. Join us on Peace Podcast. Each week we have a new guest and you can listen to us in Spotify in your car. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Dave. It was a brilliant interview with you. Thank you so much, Barbara. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for the conversation. Thank you.